All righty. Here we go. <laughs> this is one of those things that I did not want to get drug into doing. But sometimes the Lord just puts stuff on your plate and says, here you go, deal with it. And this is kind of one of these situations here. Um, we're going to be talking about KJV onlyism a little bit today. It's just going to be a little general conversation here. I'm going to share a couple verses. We're going to talk about it a little bit, but I did not want to do this topic. Again, that's the second time I've told you all this, but I, I didn't want to get here because this topic really, really bothers me personally. And it was one of the things that when I went through seminary, I just, I learned about it and I breezed right past through it because I thought it was the most, you know, it was to me, it was one of those just ridiculous divisions that 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 is in the church so i just kind of breezed on past it but i knew it's some because it comes up consistently mm -hmm. all of the time and, and especially in in our in our time today it's it's gotten a lot worse um and regrettably worse from advocates of it um and it's it's really unfortunate but so it was one thing and it was one thing I definitely never wanted a podcast about I have plenty of ideas of things that I want to talk about but I never really can put them together I can never really figure you know or when well, we do we record them or and a few times this kind of started to come up especially yeah. here lately and, just, and you're like nope, nope nope I did the Peter Griffin like nope mm -hmm. done walked out and then here we are well so here we are all right, so first of all, we, we received a letter from one of our listeners. And this is not just over um, one person. This has happened to us a couple different times. Mm -hmm. There's been a handful. Yeah, and so we're just going to address it once and for all. I'm going to go through this letter. But first of all, I want to say, Heidi and I have both prayed before we started this. We do this with all love and respect and you know we don't intend to make to offend anybody not at all and we are not trying to blast somebody out nope by doing this mm -mm. we're not blasting you out i'm going to reference your letter because there's a lot of there's a lot of concerning things to me here in this letter which I will address this letter. And but this, this letter really is touching on the points that we hear from people all oh, the right. time. This encompasses so, different, yeah. uh, you know, a bunch of different things that have happened in our, you know, in our ministry so far, and we're just finally going to address it. So it's not, not all of it is direct, and I'll try to keep that separate when it's direct to this specific person, um, because this sister in Christ took time out of her day to write us and, yeah, and send us... Awesome. Uh, a letter um, which which you know, was very respectfully which done this is, very kind well and that's what I yeah. wanted that's what I wanted to say is this is probably the most respectful thing that I've ever seen in my life yeah, and especially completely. probably the most Christian way of going about something completely. that I've ever seen somebody take because there are many who we have been right with the presence of who do sure. it completely opposite sure and I can tell there is a genuine care and completely, concern here. Yes, which um, I completely respect. And I do. I respect it so much. And like I said, this is where we love and respect. And um, you definitely are our elder. 
Of completely. Okay. And we respect you in that. But and and I respect you one hundred percent in that. But here, as as Paul states, don't let them discount you because of your youth, Timothy, because Timothy was a lot younger and had to instruct. Um, you know, people in the church and had to teach them and had to do these things. So um, age is going to have to kind of go out the window here. Completely. Um, I, I really hate doing this because this person has been alive longer than I have and has been a Christian longer than I've been alive. So it's something that is difficult. But look at how Stephen, right before he's stoned, just schooled a whole bunch of stinking Pharisees in front of him. Right with the whole gospel. Oh yeah, he before, but like the whole thing from yeah. beginning to end. Speaking of the spirit, he definitely did. But um, he was a lot younger than most of them, I guarantee you. So, like I said, age is going to have to be uh, thrown out the window here, as far as that goes. Um, I, man, I really don't know where to start with this. First, um, I understand that you. And this is where I'm getting specific. This is where I hope this isn't confusing to somebody. Well, I that feel like just... a lot of these points, the topic here being the right. King James Version and then what is coined KJV onlyism. Mm-hmm. So people who believe that the King James Bible is the only, is the Bible, only Bible that is Correct. true, um, God inspired, and, and things like that. And so. And the point of this is I'm not going to. I'm not trying to change your mind, how you feel. Um, I'm not trying really to debate because this is going to be my final podcast on this topic. I'm not going to touch it anymore because everything that everything that I have to say in this, Anything beyond that would be beating a dead horse. Sure. I'm, and I'm, the point of this person sending us a letter is they wanted to make sure that we were informed and we knew this information. Correct. And we did So it. our yes. point here is being, yes, we, we do know this. Brandon's actually... Well, we'll go. I'll go over no, that. No, but I was but. just going to say, you're incredibly studied in this, but the point being is we also have information in response to this so we would hope as much as you would want us to be receptive to your information we would hope that you would be receptive to our information as well that you can go and study further and pray on it and do whatever you need to do I'm just I'm just giving you a couple of different rebuttals here to these things Mm -hmm. whether you further whether you pray on it and you further it it's up to you yeah that's not I don't if you know this information and you just think it's foolish and you want to have a debate cool Go ahead with somebody else. I'm not going to do it here because it, like I said, it beats a dead horse and it goes against biblical instruction yes. of wasting time with with quarreling over words as 1 Corinthians 1.10 puts it. This is a waste of time cor- quarreling over these things. Mm-hmm. So we will so not do that. I'm not going to do yeah. that at all. I have no interest in this crowd is huge. And I know that... Um, it may not be the person who wrote the letter specifically, but this right, crowd... This crowd is a very large crowd. And I fully expect to get a lot of backlash from it. Fights. They do. <laughs> and actually, I think in this, I, I, I encourage healthy debate and, and discussion. But I think we'll probably lock the comments on this. Mm-hmm. Because 
again, I'm not, not I'm not interested in There's so many in people to be serving this. and truly helping and right. not get you to waste I, I, away I just, days. I, that's not our ministry. Yeah. And I'm not going to get into that fight. I'm, I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. But we have some seriously concerning things here that sure. we need to address. And so while I think a lot of this, so maybe if you just start going through the points, because a lot of it, although that this came from a person directly, these are like the common points that everybody in this train of thought goes to, like clockwork. So I think even though it's this person specifically stating these things, they're very, they're, they're the I'm same gonna common try points. To, as I'm reading through. this, I'm going to try to admit the personal information that's yeah, in yeah. here. Um, any personal story that you yeah, meant. Like, that's not part yeah, of Yeah, right. Anything that you were sharing there. intimately with us, I'm not going to read. Of course, yeah. I'm, and which, so it'll kind of, maybe it'll sound choppy a little bit, but that's why. is because I'm, I'm editing out here a little bit of this letter because, like I said, I'm not trying to to blast anybody. I'm not no, trying to not do at that. All. And I, I, I so respect the way Completely. that this was done. Yeah. And if Christians have an issue with somebody, you know, in the in scripture, take note we're told from this to person. right take <laughs> because note because they did it right. exactly. Write them a letter, and you have she has pages and pages of documented in, information yeah. that uh, that goes along with her belief. Yeah, that's how you get stuff done. Yeah, I don't agree with a lick of it, but I respect it completely. And and we'll go over. Um, and we'll start this now here. Um, all right. Okay. This this listener was, unfortunately, she was saddened because you're using the NIV translation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which NIV, no secret be told, isn't my favorite translation either. But there's one fact here. That among the many points that's wrong with this KJV only movement is the differences in translation do not affect basic Christian doctrine. Yeah. They do not. Mm-hmm. You can get the same the same idea. All versions promote salvation by grace, the resurrection. The deity of Christ, the trinity, the depravity of man, and the inerrancy of scripture. You get that from every single modern version that from the, N, the NIV, from the ESV, from the NASB. Um, which that's going to come up in a second too. Yep. Um, so that that's the first thing here is it, it does not change any basic Christian doctrine. Yeah. So... If you don't like it and you have problems with it because of that, perfectly fine. I do too. Preference is totally fine. Right, I do too. I'm not a fan of that particular version. Uh, I, I, but I recognize that there are millions of people that have come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ using the NIV Bible, and for you to deny that, I, I, I'll pronounce a woe to you for that. Don't question somebody's salvation based off of their Bible version that they use. I'm not saying again that this reader specifically did that. Just Correct. to this whole movement. This is to as thank you for clarifying that statement. That statement that I just made That's was a broad much what statement. All of your responses are going right. to be not necessarily to this person specifically, but this whole movement. So just to be sure, we're not trying to upset anyone. We're just discussing these things. 
Okay, and then this is, this person states that she's an older person, um, but she said that she was um, younger when more more Bible versions became po more popular than the King James. Um, and she states, I think this is to where I can start reading the actual letter here, because this is omitted, I think, personal. Uh, the other versions of the Bible quoted that they had put God's word into more simple modern language. She has that in quotation marks. Uh, I bought into that lie, which was straight out of hell, even though I had been brought up on the KJV for a season of my life and time. So you used a different Bible version, mm -hmm. but you said that 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 was a lie straight out of hell i'm i'm can i don't know where what i recognize there are heretical bible versions mm -hmm. um matter of fact the new world translation oh yeah is the most translated version in the world even beating the kjv <laughs> even beating the kjv yeah. and it's completely heretical yes. that's the jehovah witness bible yeah okay and when everybody brings up the verse in Revelation that you do not add and do not take away from God's word, okay, the the Jehovah Witness, that the New World Translation Bible, that literally takes away from God's word because they don't recognize the divinity of Christ. Yeah. And that's the most translated Bible that, that we have in the world That is the most translated Bible that we have. So if we want to band today. together and be upset, so, let's be upset over that. And I that. know there is a couple other versions out there that are that are seriously heretical. Yes. Okay. We are not talking about things like the NASB, the NIV, the ESV, the the NLT, these things like that. No, you you can't. There's there's no argument that holds weight to that. It does not. It does not change any basic Christian doctrine. And we'll go over the reasons why here in a few minutes. I have enclosed some information, but that I wanted to have you and your husband look over. But first I wanted to say and explain a few things before you look at what I sent you. Sure. Okay. Which definitely, definitely goes on... Uh, what I was talking about earlier with respect and and very well meaning. Yep. Um, what you say here, and I do, and and like I said, I I really hope that I have a loving tone here towards this person. Because I, it's not about this. It's not person. about this no. person. It's not about. I'm just. This topic just keeps coming up. It, it, it's difficult, and, and but then we go here, and then we're going into things here that I have to as. Um, Believe me, when I started this, um, I, I've, I've said many times that I never intended to be a teacher or a pastor. Um, I just wanted a solid biblical foundation before I ever went into seminary. And I have found myself recently in the position of being a pastor and a teacher, which is extremely weird and I, I know how to do it because I absolutely have to, but it's not something that I ever intended to yeah. do. Okay. God brought so, you here. This wasn't your dream and your plan. This is what God had in store right. for you. Right. It, it definitely, definitely was not my plan. It was definitely, was definitely God's. Um, and I know that this person 
didn't question that. But I don't think the way that this person is, the way that this letter is written, um, it's, it's assuming a couple things that I wanted to address, though. First of off being is I don't claim to be a theology expert by any any stretch of the the word okay at all I'm not at all um, there's plenty of people out there like there's a bunch of smart people that just I get lost I love listening to them but I'm just like I will never <laughs> that will I don't know maybe someday but you're very humble <laughs> in the way that you do it I don't think you give yourself as much credit well but. yeah but I I would have never started this ministry period if I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Okay. Again, I'm not an expert. I've got plenty to learn. I still am learning every day I am learning, but I'm in the unique position here where I have dedicated my one 100% of my time and my ability goes into this. Yeah. I don't have a regular job. This is my regular job. Mm -hmm. This is what I do consistently. Literally. <laughs> I mean, I don't stop from the morning until night. I mean, this is what I do all day, and I love it. I've never been so... I, having work and being busy in the Lord's work is a blessing to me that I... I mean, it's just an answer, um, you know, it's just God's perfect way of giving me, you know, the, a beautiful earthly blessing with just saying, okay, look, this is something that you wanted and that you want now here, here you go. And he, he's given me a plateful and I have felt more full than I ever have in my life. So, um, doing this all the time is what I do. Mm -hmm. Again, I that is not stated to me to say that I know more than somebody else. That I you're the end all be all end all <laughs> be all of any issue. I am not. I am definitely not. Um, I've said many times. There's plenty of people that are a heck of a lot qualified, more qualified than I am, that have a lesser platform. <laughs> it's I it's it's humbling and weird to me, but. Anyway, I'm here. So, yes, um, I, I would have never started a ministry. I would have never done public Bible studies if I just was just reading because I was bouncing, you know, from idea to idea to idea and just, you didn't know. Didn't have a, didn't a solid have education. A solid biblical education, which I know this person that wrote this letter, I understand that you also have a biblical education. And I don't want to take any of that away. And I want to be careful with the way that I state this, but um, as somebody that is not, I'm non-denominational, clearly, but this is uh, Faith Bible Institute is a dominate denominational institution for Bible instruction. They're a group. Of, they're Baptists, which that, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, but that is a institutionalized education. So you're so coming I'm, with an agenda. You're coming with yeah. an agenda. 
um, which there's nothing wrong with Baptists, but they they tend to have a lot of dividing issues that are attached to them. Like if you send your kids to a liberal college, they would come out probably with liberal views. If you send right. your child to a conservative college, they would most likely come out with conservative views. Like Correct. It, there's, there's an agenda. Like if I watch Fox News, I'm going to get a certain outlook. Yeah. If I watch CNN, I'm going to get a certain and outlook. And forgive me with kind of stepping around that a little bit, but I want to make sure that I remain respectful and I remain yeah. clear with what I'm saying because – I'm not saying that there's necessarily anything wrong with the Faith Bible Institute at all with that group because they have many groups that, that serve up, I'm sure, people that are going out and winning souls for the Lord. I'm, I'm sure. That's not, I'm, that's not what I'm doing here. But we have to acknowledge that there's, there's a lot of unfortunate um, doctrine that comes out of that group as does anybody else but this is one of the more dividing um issues that is is fairly serious here because these people point fingers and deny some of them deny salvation of other believers based off of a bible or uh, version which is which is crazy one of them being stephen anderson which he is the most hate-filled preacher i've ever heard in my life yeah, he, and he's a fundamental independent baptist um, and he he seriously is one of the most hateful preachers that I've ever heard. And it, again, attached to that is KJV onlyism. You know, so many so many just just black eyes mm -hmm. to this. So that that's that's the only thing that I'm saying about that. So this is where we have to we really have to tread and, and be careful. I have to be careful, but also so do you. You have to be very, very careful. Um, that being said, um, she goes on to say, the best way for an enemy to defeat his enemy is from within. Having said that, the best way for Satan to cause chaos, dissension, confusion, etc. is from within the body of Christians. And he has had great success in doing so by getting everyone into buying into his lie where different versions of the Bible are concerned. Okay. I'm sorry. But, you, I mean, you were 100% correct by saying that the best way for Satan to cause chaos, dissension, and confusion from within the body of Christians, and he, or is within the body of Christians. Mm -hmm. um, you're right. Absolutely, Completely. 100%. Yeah. But... Your hindsight here needs to look at the fact that that's exactly what you are doing with making these types of claims. You are causing chaos, dissension, confusion, etc. Not everybody, especially a simple new believer, if they found the New Living Translation, like which we do our Bible studies in, we do the living, the New Living Translation. If a brand new believer comes to salvation and knowledge of Jesus Christ off of the New Living Translation, and then they come along this nonsense of KJV onlyism, telling them that they don't really know who God is, they don't really understand the Bible, the Bible correctly read. because they read some satanic Bible, and Satan is out to get them. What did you just? What do did you just believer? do? Mm -hmm. You just caused chaos, dissension, and confusion. 
for a completely unnecessary reason. Now, if you're, I mean, you you have to tread very carefully in those waters. You you have to be careful with your claim. You go on here to say the average Christian does not have the knowledge that to get a patent on publishing a book such as the NIV that isn't an original, which KJV, no patent. They have to add, let me stop you right there. That's where you're wrong. Yes, the KJV is patented. It is, it is the authority, or I'm sorry, the authority of that copyright is vested in the crown or the royal crown of England and administered by the Cambridge University Press. I can I can email you or we will we will put the links to the articles that that go over everything <laughs> that go over the whole process and there's also a form that you can fill out on there so you can be able to use that in England and. I, you know as well as I do that this is exactly where this originated from. Mm -hmm. So there is a patent on the King James Version under the Royal Clown of England or the Crown. So I, I don't know. You They have to add or delete and change away some over 1,200 words from the original. Also, with every new updated revised edition, another 1,200 words must be added, deleted, or changed in some way. The more revised editions and the more words of the original book that are changed, so it gets further and further away from what was said in the beginning. Okay. I, I'm not, this is where the part where I don't want to assume what you know and what you don't know. Because I don't know if you, you know these arguments and you just don't agree with them. Or maybe you possibly have sure. never heard these arguments so we'll in, in your life. talk in generalities. And so I'm going to talk in generalities. Mm -hmm. Again, if you don't agree with these arguments, that's fine. But at some place, you can only present an argument that's common sense. And whether you believe that or not, or whether you that's believe you. it's a lie out of the bowels of hell, as you mm -hmm. so, so call it, that's your own prerogative. But I'm telling you, for to do that with another Christian is already causing this, divi this division and confusion. So you already need to check yourself right then and there. Okay? And believe me, the confusion that you perceive that's in other translations that you, that you perceive is not the type of confusion that you're, this is causing. Because this is causing way more harm than some perceived changes that don't affect basic doctrine of Christianity. Well, most people that want to argue this, have you read the entire KJV? Okay. Have you read an entire NIV? Have you read an entire ESV? You know what I mean? You go through that. Nobody's ever, I've never ran into anyone in these times when we've been faced with this who have actually read the whole thing to, of all the different translations to see if these claims even still hold weight. Yeah. Um, then in the second page, um, in Daniel chapter 3, verse 25, where it says Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace, the verse states in the KJV that Nebuchadnezzar saw the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. In the NIV, it states, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods, little g. Okay, let me address that. This is a grievous issue to you here. This is, okay, so I'm assuming that you understand that Nebuchadnezzar did not follow the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. 
He was a Babylonian king that followed Babylonian gods. He recognized the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, even respected him, and went on to worship him. But Nebuchadnezzar would have never stated, it looks like the son of God in there. He didn't know who the son of God was. This, this, <laughs> this form looked like a god. Mm -hmm. So to him, he looks like one of the gods. But it's not the Bible denying Jesus. But it's not the Bible Nobody denying Christ. Nobody knew who Jesus was. Nobody knew who Jesus <laughs> Let was. Let alone a Babylonian okay, king. Okay, and again, Babylonian kings, which I'm, I'm, I'm sure since you're biblically educated that you know that Babylonians worshipped many gods. You can go back up in the same... In the same book, if you go up a little bit here, I'm sorry, I'm going to pull it up real quick. It's in the same chapter. It's Daniel chapter 3. But if you go up to verse 12, where before they throw him in the furnace and they're telling on them, he says, there are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, pay no attention to you. They do not serve your gods, little g. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. So in verse 25, when they're in the furnace, they don't worship your gods. S, gods, because they believed in many gods. He's identifying the fact that Wow, there's another person inside of the furnace with these three people who looks like has the appearance of a God, which, yes, we as Christians understand that that was the form of Christ. Yes. Absolutely. We know that. But even Daniel himself wouldn't have known that. But to even be Daniel would Jesus not Christ have known that who time. that was. So it's not that that Bible he would have is known that he would have known Christ. it as the son of man he would have known it as as is who but he wouldn't have been able to identify exactly what it was mm -hmm. so i i that's there okay um you state that matthew eighteen eleven is completely taken out of the niv bible um no, not really. It's at the bottom, and it's it, it reads the whole verse there, but it also states that it's not in the earliest Greek manuscripts, mm -hmm. which that's going to have to bring me to the next point. I'm assuming that you that you know this argument. You just reject it. But the rejection of this argument to me is just is just insanity. Okay, the King James Version was compiled in the towards the end of the 15th and in beginning of 16th century from the greek from a greek manuscript so it was compiled then since the 15th or 16th century we have found better greek manuscripts that date further back yeah. back into the second century this is only a couple decades after the i mean what a hundred or so years after the last apostle was alive 
So do you want to do you want to do you want to? But they believe that okay, so those are just forged or they're they're fakes and I can't again. I can't argue with that. But we know we have not going to argue. We have plenty of very very smart people who I assume wear suits a lot that that have studied these manuscripts and that they have determined from what century they actually came from okay we accept we accept dating all the time in a in in a few different ways but yet when it comes to logic like this we're just like no that that has to be a lie from the pit of hell that we found something that dated back earlier yeah yes we have we have more reliable greek manuscripts and in the earliest Greek manuscripts, Matthew 18.11 was there. not in there. So that was an addition that the authors had made in the original Texas Receptus version that they kept it in, in that Greek. That was a mistake for that verse to be in their period. It wasn't in the earliest manuscript. Does that make that verse false? Does that make it, does it change any doc? Absolutely not. No. But it was added after the fact. If it's not in the original manuscript from the second century, it wasn't there to begin with. It doesn't matter. It's fine if somebody added it along the line, if they heard something. I mean, for whatever various reason that it would have been added after the fact, but again, we're talking from the 1500s to the first century. That's like 1400 years newer. That's a lot newer, a lot more reliable. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if people who argue this understand this point. Um, I think they do because I, this is part of what I know against this argument is they argue the validity of these manuscripts no and i was gonna say that in the niv or the nlt or any of these other translations oh that they add every the single right. every single one of these like you can pull up a kjv only um where they point out all of the you know the grievous changes that the niv makes or what or the nlt or esv or any of them if you have one of those bibles you probably notice there's a lot of little asterisks and notes everywhere every single change is noted with the original Greek or the original, you right. know, whatever. Like every single one, it's not that they're these, Satan has, you know, created these new Bibles and they're hiding all this information. Every single one of these things is noted. And you can easily pull up why, what the original was, why it was, you know, look at the different variations. So all of these things are noted. It's not so like Matt, like there with Matthew 18, it's noted in there. Hey, the earliest manuscripts do not have this. Here's the information, but it's not like these things are hidden and kept from anyone. Every single change and adjustment is noted. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's there's nothing. There's so if this is Satan out to and, trick and people any, with different Bible versions. Then why would he? Why would he go ahead and why would he let was? you know what was in there? I don't understand. And that. they also note whenever the word may be a little bit different from what is listed yeah. in. And, all noted yeah every single one is noted or like you know or, or yeah or whatever it, it could be translated in other versions all that is in there yeah so okay, i don't know you're if right. some I people mean, don't like, know that because I mean, they i guess some people don't, don't read the other versions um, but it's all in there this is where i mean and then closing out this letter you state 
I have only listed a couple of the grievous changes to God's word to hopefully get you and your husband to look further into this issue. Sure. Which, again, I appreciate it, but I also would like to remind you that I would have never started a ministry to begin with if I didn't know the basics of using a more modern version. I mean, that's a very important issue. I, I respect the fact that we don't add or subtract from God's word. Well, and like you that. said, when we got but, this, when I came home with us, and you're like, you understand this is like seminary 101. Yeah, this right? is this is basic. I mean, this is yeah. honestly the, the this is one of the first things that I learned about when it's it's probably the first week in seminary mm -hmm. that you go over this stuff. And you know, yeah, I would. You know, I I I do know I have, and. I would assume, and I, there's a couple more little points that I want to bring up too, that I assume that you haven't looked further into yours, which I want to caution you of being stuck in this way because I want to caution you of maybe, it, it maybe you know, leave it, leave it open to the possibility that you could be held captive by the doctrine of demons. Leave, that doesn't mean that you're possessed, but you may be held captive to the doctrine of demons if you're if you're pushing um, what we got along with this is religious propaganda yeah. is what it is is and and I'll show you how this is religious propaganda in a second, but um, the last statement is God's re God's word doesn't return void e even in other translations of the Bible. But many are missing out on the real truth of God's word. Really, well, I'm sorry. The real truth of God's word really says in its entirety. What you do with this information is up to you. So you're saying that God's word doesn't return void in other translations of the Bible. So you are acknowledging that, sure. which I, I, I which respect Which some that. don't, which but thankfully don't. this person does. So that's, that's where this is more of a blanket talking to you know outside this this person too but because you do you do say that but many are missing out on the real truth of god's word what it really says in its entirety no we're not no. i'm not missing out one single thing not when every single thing is noted and none of the changes that you that you list here i mean um i think these are yeah, I'll, uh, well, hold on. Uh, so that's where it says in the end, and before I get into the last point, because I guess it's, how long are we right now? Sorry. 38. Okay, we're all right. This might go a little long, because it might cover two issues. But, that's okay. Um, so that was it with the points on the KJV, and then attached a whole bunch of um, reference material. Which but, are the reference material, and that's why we're going to go ahead and address these right. things. Again, not because of this one person particularly, but because of people within this movement. These are, again, the very common same points that they all go back to and stuff that they send out and share and stuff but like this, that. But this, this is – she sent a track, which, again, I, I respect this, but, sister, you have to understand that this is – religious propaganda that's is, what this yeah. is this is from dial the truth ministries who their website is a 1611.org website yeah okay this is these people literally condemn other people to hell yeah for the end for other versions of the bible this 
is so taking scripture in totality they are this is um, borderline you have to be careful with this this scares me and this frightens me I'm not going to sit here on a podcast and pronounce judgment on this I'm just going to leave it at saying that this is complete religious po- propaganda that that gets nowhere and I guess I should state and I said before we started this that I find myself in a really weird position here where I didn't ever want to be a pastor or a teacher but I kind of am so there was one thing that really 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 hit me serious when I was before we started this podcast and I was praying and and getting scripture together before we started and uh, one of them hit me here was 2 Timothy 2.14 okay we know 2 Timothy is a pastoral letter okay Paul is instructing Timothy as a pastor as a leader in in the church on how to lead and how to teach these things um you will forgive me for I use the ESV, which is uh, a lot of people call that the King James light. It really is. It's it's very close to the King James in the way of, of trying to stick with the original uh, language or the original manuscripts there. But whatever, <laughs> this one really hit me. Remind them of these things and charge them before God not to quarrel about words, which does no good, but only ruins the hearers. Okay, so Paul's instructing Timothy here to remind his congregation not to fight about these words, not to fight about these things. Okay, it does no good. It only ruins those who hear this nonsense yeah it does no good so i as a teacher as a person that has a platform must warn you of these things yeah this is like this this division of bible versions is ridiculous it is absolutely baseless and insane the first thing here of that, the, you know, like I said, the track, complete propaganda. The second piece of propaganda here was um, talking about Frank Logsdon, which, okay, let me just read this, this piece of here. I am in, it shows a picture of him and it looks all like official, right? It says, Dr. Frank Logsdon, his ascension from the NASV to the KJV, says, Dr. Frank Logsdon, the theologian and language scholar who led the translation of the New American Standard Version. And then he, there's a quote for him. I must under God renounce every attachment to the New American Standard Version. I'm afraid I'm a trouble with the Lord. We laid the groundwork. I wrote the format, helped interview some translators. I wrote the preface. I'm in trouble. I can't refute these arguments. It's wrong, frighteningly wrong. And what am I going to do about it? When questions began to reach me at first, I was quite offended. 
He used to laugh with others. However, in attempting to answer, I began to sense that something was not right with the new American Standard Version. I can no longer ignore these criticisms. I am afraid... I'm sorry, cut out. There's a... Uh, I'm something... And I can't refute them. It, it, the ink was got cut off there. Uh, the deletions are absolutely frightening, and there are so many... And we are so naive. Are we so naive that we do not suspect satanic deception in all of this? The finest leaders that we have today haven't gone into corrupted Greek texts just as I had gone into. That's how easily one can be deceived. You could say the authorized king, the authorized version is absolutely correct. How correct? A hundred percent correct. And there's a big counterfeit thing on him, right? So it looks all um, official. So here's the one problem with this and this is you know kind of the nail in the coffin um here it states that frank logston was a theologian language scholar who translated the new american standard it also states that he wrote the preface he interviewed translators he wrote the format and laid the groundwork for this version of the bible Okay, now, from the Lockman Foundation, which is actually the true foundation and founders of that version of the Bible, has an official statement on this. So the actual foundation actually had to go and make a statement off of this claim that is being spread about Dr. Logsdon. Oh, the joys of the internet. Oh, the joys of it. Okay, so... The board of the directors of the Lockman Foundation launched the New American Standard Bible translation work in the late 1950s. Following the completion of the Amplified New Testament, Dr. S. Frank Logsdon was acquainted with Dewey Lockman, president of the Lockman Foundation, prior to Mr. Lockman's death in 1974. Mr. Logsdon was never a member of the board of directors. Nor was he an employee of the Lockman Foundation. Mr. Logsdon had no authority to hire employees or translators for the foundation, to set policy, to vote, to hold office, to incur expenses, etc. He cannot be considered quote-unquote co-founder of the NASB nor part of the Lockman Foundation, nor part of the NASB translation team. Nor did he write the foreword of the NASB. According to our records, he was president board meetings on two occasions. Once to hear a travel report and once to deliver an inspirational thought. Mr. Logsdon last wrote to Mr. Lockman in fall of 1973 that he was moving to Florida. Mr. Lockman replied that he was surprised and saddened by his decision to leave the area. Mr. Lockman passed away in January of 1974 and no further correspondence was exchanged between Frank Logsdon and the Lockman Foundation. He resided in Florida until his passing some years ago. I, this is So if you're going to spread official. propaganda, you need to look into it to see if it's truthful before just believing it. Yes. This is the fake news. This is fake news. <laughs> I mean, I, whether you take 
it, whether you believe that or not, I mean, this is the 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 foundation actually had to come and make a statement, made a statement because on this. Because this KJV only group has because been going this around is spreading they're like, these things. This dude never ever he was no, he was present on two board meetings. He didn't write the prefix. He didn't do any of these things. This is an official statement. So what you want to do with that information, that's up to you. I'm not trying to change your viewpoint. I'm giving. I'm presenting a fact. Um, and and yeah. So that that was the first one, and and that's dangerous. That's extremely dangerous. That's an outright lie. Mm -hmm. Outright lie. Um. Then it goes into. You know, it, it again brings up, this is another, it's just paid, more propaganda copied of of more tracks of just every single verse. And if you Google these things, I mean, there's a, there are a dime a dozen. There's tons of them out there on the internet where you can pull the up. The number from the of times, she points out, the number of times 15 major words differ from the King James Bible. And the word Christ in the NIV, it differs 25 times in the NIV. Uh, in the NASV, 34 times, only one time in the KJV, or the new KJV. Um, so, it, all these different things. But then there's Bible verses here that their point, her point was trying to show the important differences of this. Okay. Because um, their whole point, again, is that if you're not reading from the KJV, you're not getting the truth of Scripture. Right. So, in Matthew 18:11, where it points out, this scripture is not in there because it wasn't in the Greek manuscripts. Son of man did come to save. This is important to me. So son of man came to save was their huge argument on that. Okay, well, that verse wasn't originally in there. But if you want to complain about it, that the same exact verse is in Luke. And we have the actual transcript of that in Luke. So even though it's admitted in the other versions, it's in Luke. It doesn't change any basic Christian doctrine. And it admits something that wasn't there in the first place. Because we now have earlier manuscripts than they had when they rushed together the original KJV. Um, Matthew 9.13, some Bible verses take out of the word repentance. He has come to call sinners to what? KJV says repentance. Some other versions do not say what he has called sinners to do. Um, yeah, if you go up and he starts the whole book with... Uh, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Therefore, you know you're talking about repentance. Yeah, we we get that idea from so earlier in the chapter. The whole context. Yeah, of the what whole you're context. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not going to go through every single one of these because there's just well, I, it's the same thing. I think every this time. is so. I think that is that is enough to make a little bit of a point on. But I also want to bring up more scripture. I just read why this really hit me hard because I need to remind everybody, especially my listeners, people that, that listen to us, that, um, and including this person, that we do not quarrel over words. And also, let's pray and think over 1 Corinthians 1.10 when Paul says, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree and that there be no division among you. Yep. No division. Yep. Let's agree to disagree. You like your version better. I like mine, but there's no... I use multiple versions. Yeah, <laughs> so do I. I, I, know, I really yeah. do, too. I mean, I use all kinds. But 
listen, this has been, and this is, I, I'm giving you just 101 juvenile information on this. I'm not even breaking it down. I mean, Dr. James White. He is an expert on this topic. Mm -hmm. I have watched hours of Dr. James White talk about this topic. To me, it's mind-numbing. Because it's so painfully obvious that this side has an agenda and they only want to attack. If you want to use it, if you think it's the better version, great. But your claims of, of these things don't hold any weight. And especially, I mean... It, it, this is you know it, it's just such a divisive issue I hate I cannot stand when I see this on the sign on churches mm -hmm. KJV only. I'm like what what are you that's a division right there yeah what if somebody doesn't understand it with that doesn't want to that can't read outdated English not all of those words mean what the they Bible mean today. Was there are never, mistakes in the KJV. The Bible was never written in English. No. It was written in Greek. Well, even the KJV is a translation from a translation. Right. It was it's written in Greek, original. Hebrew, and Aramaic, mm -hmm. translated into the language, mm -hmm. whatever language, of that you were translating into of that day. In this case, Old English. Now, we don't talk like that anymore. At the end of verbs, we don't add the this and thus and those things. Well, and what about non-English speakers? Do they not have truth because they're not reading the King James Version? Well, then they say, oh, as long as it's, it's all Comes versions from, are yeah. based off the So what about the, the fact Texas that there are errors in the King James Version? What about the controversy of that Bible even being called to be made and everything that was going on. There's you know, a, you could play this game all day actually, long. Um, I wasn't going to bring it up, but since I think this is going to be the only time, the only opportunity that I'll ever have to bring it up, <laughs> is this is a huge verse that the KJV completely, completely messes up. But it is huge. It's yeah. very important. It would it should be one of those things that Chris, that you should notice. When in Luke seventeen twenty one, the KJV states when Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees, the KJV states, the kingdom of God is within you. Okay, that's what the KJV translated it as. The kingdom of God is within you. That would mean it's within your hearts. It's within you. He wouldn't have never said that to a bunch of unbelieving Pharisee hypocrites. How could the kingdom and the of kingdom God wouldn't be, within, be them? within them? The kingdom would be in their midst. I am here. I am the the kingdom of God is in your midst, not within you. Was speaking of himself. That's a, a huge that's change. A huge change. Yeah. Very large. So why why don't you have an issue with that? Yeah. I mean that that change right there is, I mean it's ginormous. Okay. Because that I mean Jesus would have never said that to these unbelieving Pharisees. And that changes a lot, adding, uh, allowing this to be translated as a kingdom now verse, mm -hmm. which a lot of Baptists um, uh, are, are not. They don't believe in kingdom now theology, but they also don't believe in, um, in, in Israel and the covenants and that stuff anymore, so... They they have a form of replacement theology, mm -hmm. but it's not it's not full replacement theology. But anyway, that was you know that was one of them. So 
we we can't have these divisions these these quarrels over words we we can't do that um god can speak to anybody through any version yep minus the heretical um and even then, he, he does lots of work to pull the Jehovah okay, Witnesses away. Okay, we know that the KJV to... itself is not a perfect text or translation. We, yep. I mean, that's that's perfect. That's period. All right. Um, then on the very last point that we will bring up in this, in which I don't hear this one much anymore as, often. as But it's often. still out there, but and it usually goes hand in hand with this. And my mother my mom actually my own mother was one that had uh kind of bought into this yeah and i quickly corrected her once you know you learn these things because they're very basic yeah and you understand the origins of where these teachings come from and i mean this is but with every teaching or movement just, that's it, it, out there, it's, it's so important it's to know where so it comes non- from. It's nonsense. And I don't mean to be making light of your comments or I'm not trying to, um, you know, laugh in your face or anything no, like that. No, not at all. I'm not, that's not what I'm trying to do. But, I mean, this is just kind of nonsense. And the way on, on here it says, on the matter of alcohol, anything fermented God is against. And when wine is stated in the Bible, it only means the fruit from the vine in its purity no that's 100 percent false there's there's no biblical backing for that whatsoever um let's just take an obvious point it's a matter of timing and location grapes are harvested in the heat of summer Mm -hmm. and we're talking about let's just take talk about jesus turning water into wine and say they they turn water into grape juice well it's you know the timing grapes are harvested in the heat of summer right i mean and mostly august september to the i'm sorry i don't know why i get out august to september depending on variety and here on the border of the arabian desert where that's hot i guess in the summers are pretty warm grape juice starts to ferment right away I mean, as soon as it's crushed and processed, it, it's very, very, very fast process. This is before, like, the days of, like, massive industrial refrigerators. And right. Of, like, the, the, you right. So they would have filled a barrel. natural process. They would have filled a barrel, and by the time they would have got it out to anybody, it would have been, which that's not the case, but... The fermenting process would have started. Therefore, God's perfect process is for these things to ferment and ferment quickly in heat. So to say that there was no fermentation whatsoever, things are pure, you know, virgin grape juice across the board. The Greek it, it word the Greek word in the New Testament that Jesus used is the same Greek word for wine, alcoholic beverage in greek Mm -hmm. it was an it was well i mean solomon talks about drinking wine in ecclesiastes we have paul that instructs in ephesians 5 18 do not get drunk on wine so if you couldn't get drunk on wine because you were just drinking grape juice you're just drinking grape juice how could you get drunk on wine i don't that's not 
And then there's many other biblical points that that talk about this. That's Paul prescribing it to Timothy medicinally. If grape juice isn't medicinal. Yeah. Wine is. Wine is. Um, and him saying, don't worry about... They accused Jesus of being a glutton and a drunkard. How could he be that if he only drank grape How juice? How could he do that if he only drank grape juice? Um, a lot of times they'll point to the fact that he was a Nazarite, took a Nazarite vow where he didn't drink, which... Nazarite vows aren't for over a lifetime. They're for periods of time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of... We can see from the scriptures, yes, that abuse of alcohol in itself is definitely sinful um, because it's drunkenness and addiction and we you know just like food idolatry is good, but and we we can we can see all over scripture where that is and you stay in the last comment here because this is a question and i'm going to answer how can a person if they believe it is okay to drink alcohol alcoholic drinks know when they have reached their limit and can go no further or when they will become tipsy, drunk, etc. I know the answer to that one. Well, what is it? Why didn't you put it? Because I'm a per- I used to be a professional drinker. You really were. I know exactly when I have too much and I know exactly my limit. I know that I can go right now. I love Outback. I do. I like Outback is my favorite place ever. We haven't been there forever. I know right now that I could go up to Outback. I could order two very large beers, drink them, and be fine. I would definitely feel it. I would feel the effects of it. It wouldn't slur my... Relaxing. It would... The relaxing effects of it, which I believe that it was created for. Just like like wine. When When it's to use medicinally there's a certain level there where it it's relaxing and it's not drunkenness mm-hmm. you know you, you get to the point where you you sit and drink a glass of wine in in, in the evening and and you you get relaxed it doesn't it does it's not controlling it's not if you can get up and do stuff if you want to it's just a nice relaxing it doesn't really you know it's like taking a, a, a Tylenol for a headache, you know? It takes away the headache and you feel better. You have a fever and so you take medicine and then you so, don't feel so bad anymore. You know, I know exactly what I and I know how much in how much time that I could drink those and be okay. And if I sit there and shotgun them, and I'm, I'm I'm probably going to get a little bit more than what I I probably drink a little maybe bit more. Maybe some bad decision making. Then I should, don't yeah. Do this. Yeah, maybe and then I'll want more and more and more and more and you'll go and go. So it's all about self-control. Is self-control is the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing in the Bible that states that alcohol is inherently sinful. Drunkenness is. Mm-hmm. This is the same argument that we hear with cannabis. This is the same argument that seems to come from this more conservative, older crowd that has these arguments. And while they are based in, in sometimes true concern, a lot of times they're based in just 
vast ignorance to these things and, and of uh it's it's an issue that shuts most people off from any kind of legitimate discussion on it because automatically you're labeled as that you're taken over by demons and they and they have you're held captive well have you ever stopped to think that maybe what you're doing is also promoting the doctrine of demons by by damning this to people that that do drink that do believe that it's okay not to be drunk not ever to, to be drunk not ever to be drunk the bible is very very clear with that mm -hmm. bad things happen when people get drunk in the bible in case you haven't noticed yeah if that's, that's the case then what happened with lot what happened, what with happened there what happened with noah do that I know there's I know there's explanations they have to these arguments, but they 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 are so just. I mean, on the basis of science, they're almost they don't comical. Hold up. In context, they don't. They're hold almost up. comical, yeah. so that's why I just invite you to. I mean, I, I'm not trying to change your mind. If you want to believe what you want to believe, fine. But you can't damn people, and you can't be absolute about your opinion in this matter, mm -hmm. because there is too much proof against your argument. To be, to be, to, you know, to, to hold that type of weight and to point fingers at somebody as such, or to be quote unquote disappointed or to even ask them. Um, I think it's, I, I mean, you're, you're condemning me. I don't, I'm not a stumbling block to anybody. I'm not a drinker at all. Mm -mm. I don't, I don't drink. I don't drink hard liquor. I don't drink any of that anymore at all. I, like I said earlier, love beer. I will if if I go to dinner, I will have a beer. If I have some beer in the refrigerator, I will have a beer. I don't drink every day. I don't have this every and that's my own prerogative and it's not anybody else's business. Listen, if I have somebody that comes over, another brother or sister of mine that has a, that that's a stumbling block to them, you won't find alcohol in my house, not even beer. Nope. Because that will be a stumbling block to them and they can't have it around it. But me in my own personal time, I like it. I enjoy it. I don't get drunk. When's the last time that you saw me drunk? Oh, gosh. Let's be, we're raw and honest around here. I can't even think the last time. Probably one of the last times that we went out to like dinner and we're having like a good time. But even then, but even I then, can't. it's not drunk, drunk. But. I know. Okay, so that but that's the Christian in me. I'm saying I'm drunk a lot more than I should be. Like I know I could play it off, but I know inside I'm like, whoo, I am really need to stop I'm drinking now. Really, really. But even that. Good. Since you had your big Saul to Paul moment that we describe yeah, it as. Yeah, I mean it's been never, uh, never. I, and I honestly, even thinking that, I mean it's literally been years upon years since I feel like you've even been and it's about self-control that's completely what it is yeah some people because don't anybody have it. who's ever drank alcohol you know the moment when <laughs> you, know. you need it to stop you know some people can't I understand my mom my mom acts like there's these people out there that write that like once they have like just a drop of alcohol on their tongue like 
they're like a ravenous wolf all of a sudden. Yeah, it's all like, of a sudden. It's like the you know, reefer like, madness. Yeah, reefer madness. Or it's like blood in the water for a shark. Like yeah. all of a sudden it's like, Like oh. the eyes roll in the back yeah, of their head. The demons, the, back take head and and the demons take over. take over. And I don't know who you are. Yeah, I'm like, okay, maybe there's like, maybe there's one or two of those people around. I don't know who they are. I'm, but... That. I'm not saying they couldn't exist. Okay. Um, but to share a don't personal like story, um, to, to prove that I don't take this issue light um, to this person, that we had, Heidi and I both have had a very, very cl- close friend from back home that was our age that we went to high school with that passed away just recently just recently because of an addiction battle so it, it's something that is in my own personal circle that means a lot to me this is in our family this is in our family and yeah exactly i mean we've had it in our family um so i don't take it lightly i understand that um people have been taken captive by the demons of drunkenness and in these things but let's remember that god created the world and everything in it it's not your job to sit there and go around with your holy ruler and point fingers at each other and tell people what he never created (laughs) on the side of the new bud light cases it says water rice barley and hops yeah those four things are things god created every single one of those he god created and they don't just magically go together in some weird combination like they just work to go together and to work <laughs> that way like so they naturally do that again i'm not trying to change your mind if you I'm not feel alcohol be, is wrong right, for you then you need please, to abstain from it by all means abstain yes. from it by all means and i'm not trying to make fun of you for your view not at all but i but but to claim that but these the, things but these things come on it doesn't we can't up. do that yeah. and 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 this goes back to the scriptural basis that i stood on to to when i started this with my warning in Second Timothy and also in First Corinthians about these things. This fits along in with that. Mm-hmm. Let's not quarrel about words, and let's not have any more divisions about this stuff. Scripture is clear on yes and no, right? It's very clear on the the large basis of things and the things that fall within that. So, I will be you know um we're definitely open people know how to get a hold of us whether it's through email the website you can message us on whatever else it is if you have any quite you know if you anything it very this. easy to find but us. we are definitely going to out of just i'm just out of pure i'm moving on from this topic i am not going to beat a dead horse we're going to lock the comments on this apologize to everybody for anybody that wanted to interact if you have questions, if you want to or interact, comments, interact with us, us personally. <laughs> yep. That's fine. But again, I'm not interested in a debate uh, or this being an ongoing argument. Hopefully, I've provided enough uh, information here to the sister in Christ. I mean, I hope. I, I definitely prayed before we started. 
Um, we prayed, both of us prayed that we would be spirit led throughout this whole this whole podcast. That that we would be given the words um, to to do this as respectively as possible, um, and, and to try to 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 tackle it the best way um, that we could. So, you know that that was that was what I, I want to make every make sure that everybody understands. Um, but yeah um you know we can't uh, we i know these things and we can't do these things we can't have these things in the body of christ have your preference have, have your, your preference own convictions but stop dividing and I'm the not, church I, and i'm not going to tell you to stop reading it no the only reason why i told you that i brought up you know yeah the things that the kjv actually changes like the verse that we just said in luke when it says the king when talking about the kingdom yeah okay I'm not going to say just because you read it the other way that that changes doctrine and that you should stop reading your Bible and you're going, no, that doesn't. Because guess what? In the King James, you get the same ideas of all the other versions that we I just read We want you off. to be reading your Salvation Bible. Salvation by grace yes. alone, right? Total depravity of man, all these things. You get that ver- You get that idea in the King James Version. If you read the totality of all right. of these Bibles, sure. you are getting the same message. Sure. And if you read that truth. Bible, I respect you. You're you're very respectable because it's not an easy Bible to read for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not. You have to have a certain sense of intelligence and 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 willingness to to make it through that because it's written in this Shakespearean type. Well, and that's the other point. I know we're trying to wrap this up, but the other point is there are so many that caught, get caught up in this KJV onlyism and give up the Bible. They give up the Bible, or they claim to be better than others because they're wrapped up in this lie of KJV onlyism, but they don't truly understand what it says because they don't truly understand what this is. So you start talking about very basic elementary biblical principles. And they're they just they're so far off. They and we it. have had KJV people mm-hmm. tell us that we do not understand. Sorry, I'm eating red vines. <laughs> Thank you, Sabrina. Um, that we don't know God yeah. because of the Bible version that we use. Yeah. So. That's that, a pretty big division you're if setting. If there's anything that sounds satanic to me, it would be that. It would be that. Yeah. I guess I'll wrap it up on that. Again, I, I this was done with all the caution, all the love in the world. We um, have no hard but, feelings, no bad anything. But if I have a platform and I run a ministry and I'm a... I'm a teacher and a minister, whatever you want to call me, that I don't want to call myself. It's my duty to warn you of these things, Mm -hmm. these divisions and these arguments about words. Because when you stand before the Lord, you have to answer for this. And so now you can answer confidently and go before him and say, I said, I I did. I told them. I said that this is ridiculous nonsense and it has to stop. You a can lot of quote this me propaganda is completely false. Absolutely. I shared where mm-hmm. and pointed out scripture. Absolutely. So. And I'm not saying anything anything against the King James Version. No, Read it. that's your preferred. You like it. Go Mo- for it. The majority yeah. of our country was saved 
from that very Bible. And we will go ahead and in the descriptions link some additional resources. Again, this is not just Brandon making up no. random things. This stuff is widely available. So he will, again, we're not saying listen to one person over anything else. We're saying search scripture and we will happily share other people who have done the same and share great resources if you're interested to learn more. Sure. Because we are always learning. All right, guys. Hopefully this helps.